and welcome to Detention. Joining us this week on the entertainment edition of the Detention Podcast, we have Norman Lear, Andre Breyer, and then Taylor Swift. So for all of them Swifties who want to jump on board with the Detention Podcast, uh, don't listen when we get to her. Yeah, I'm kidding. Because it's not going to be good. We're going to be canceled. Okay. So starting off here, Cody, who is a Christmas tree's favorite singer? I don't know. Uh, Spruce Springsteen. (laughs) (laughs) And again, Wednesdays was the best. I want to leave. I always have one good one. And I try (laughs) to do it for news and politics. You you can do this one by yourself. (laughs) Yes. All right, uh, so getting right into it. Again, I don't think this episode is going to take too long, but again, we always say that, and it 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 goes about half an hour because we just ramble. Um, But starting off, Norman Lear uh, died. I don't know how many of our listeners even know who the fuck he is. Do you know who he is? Yeah, I kind of figured on that. Nope. Um, So he was 101. So when I first saw that he died, uh, I saw people asking, like, again, what did he die of? And it's like, does it matter? Old age. He's a fucking hundred and one. The fact that he even lived that long is a fucking miracle. Um, he is a famous TV writer and producing legend. Uh, he had uh, his height of the fame came in the seventies and eighties uh, with shows like the Jeffersons, all in the family, Sanford and son, good times, Maud, Mary Hart and Mary Hartman and different strokes. So how many of those have you heard of? Most of them. Most of them, yeah. So those those are the ones he's really known for. I've heard the name normally. I just didn't know who he was. Yeah. Um, he's won several different awards, multiple Emmys. Um, he got a Kennedy Center Honors Award in 2017 for his work, uh, multiple lifetime achievement type stuff. Um, if you want to think of like how I always think of him is like Mel Brooks of TV because he did a lot of comedies. Um, most of his shows were speci- specifically tackled different like social and political issues of that time period, but presented them in an honest yet um, humorous fashion. So that's what he's mainly known for. Uh, moving on from that, another death, Andre Breider uh, died at eight. I'm sure I'm pronouncing his fucking name wrong, too. Brower. Might be Brower. Uh, died at 61. That one was a huge shock to me, and I just saw that it was because he had a uh, lung cancer, but uh, he never disclosed that he ever was diagnosed with it. So he just Andre Brower. Uh, so he's the guy that, and once I say this, you'll know. Um, he played Captain Raymond Holt in Brooklyn Nine Nine. If you ever saw that oh, show, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he played the uh, captain who was gay and had a very like. Stoic, uh, stoic, serious. Um, what's another adjective I'm thinking of for like that kind of character? Besides stoic and serious, um, straight laced. I don't know if that's what I'm trying to think of either. But anyway, he was. If you've seen the show, you know what I'm kind of talking about. Uh, so he was best known for that. Uh, he also won an Emmy for his role in Homicide: Life on the Streets as a detective in that show in 1998. Uh, but his first screen role came as a Union soldier in the movie Glory, Ooh. where he played Thomas uh, Shirley's, a free black man who joins the first black regiment. 
So he was the one, if you've seen the movie Glory, which I know you have, that really get... You haven't seen Glory? Oh my God, I thought you did. <laughs> he was the one that had a huge spat with... Um, Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington's character. Because Denzel Washington's character is like uh, a fucking backwood idiot. Not idiot, but uneducated, right? And uh, Andre's character was uh, a sophisticated, freed black man, so he is uh, literate, can read and write, smart, has glasses, the whole nine yards type of thing. So they always uh, kind of were at odds with each other throughout most of the movie because of their different backgrounds and how um, Denzel's character thought that, well, you're not better than me just because you have an education type of thing. So if you watch Glory, he's in it. He does a good job. Uh, Spoiler, he does die. (laughs) Probably most of them do. Uh, you, yep. Pretty much everyone in that movie dies at the end, which sad, but it's historically accurate. <laughs> Realistic. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was a complete shock to me. I have a former roommate of mine that when we lived together in a duplex in Cedar Falls in college, we would watch the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine together. Um, and we loved Captain Holt's character. And then when I saw that he died late last Monday night at like 10 or 10 30 in the evening. I'm like, Holy shit. I got, I got a text her that he died as I'm about to do it. I get a text from her saying, did you see that Captain Holt died? And I'm like, Oh my God, I was just about to do the same thing to you. And we, uh, reminisced about the show and everything. So, uh, pretty sad there to see that he died at, at 61 and had such a really good character and great, great actor there. All right, now into the shit. And when I mean shit, I mean the Swift. Uh, so Taylor Swift was named Time's Person of the Year. Uh, we're bringing it up just because it's entertainment, and she unfortunately is like everywhere you turn Let now. me just say this. Time doesn't always get it right. Hitler was once the Time Man Tr- of the Year. You know what? You were right. You know what? Let's put them on the same <laughs> pedestal here. Um, you're right. Time doesn't always get it right. Uh, Hitler was. You're right. That that's a good point. Um, of course, she gets time person of the year. She's everywhere, and to an extent, I, I it's like a perfect culmination of um, her being a popular music artist and has been for a while, and uh, with her movie coming out based off of the tour that she's on for the album and the music the music that she's released. And then being a part of uh, NFL and football with dating Travis Kelsey and being a highlight at the Chiefs games and stuff. And then now, Times Person of the Year. It's like she's just getting too much. Yeah. And to all the Swifties, who I'm sure it's none of you are listening, so it's not like we're losing any fans by saying any of this, um, I don't care. I don't either. And you know what? She... From what I, from everything I've gathered, I've heard she's a fantastic person. She does a lot for the community. She she gives back. And you know what? That's great. Which we've even talked about. I've ripped on her before. Right. Apparently, I don't know if, maybe not on the podcast. No, you did. Did I? Yeah. Where she's uh, a feminist to the sense of what I say as a feminist is correct. And if you criticize me, a woman, if even if you are a woman, then you are an anti-feminist. Right. All right. You got yourself up your ass a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's too big for her britches. Her music to me, 
not that good. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And of the it. idea that you have a movie based on your tour—it's not the first time that's happened, though. I know, but like, Beebs has done it. Well, I also saw a thing about Beyonce doing that. Yeah, she's doing from, that now. But here's here's from what I understand: you are making people pay a shitload of money to go to your concerts, recording them watching your concerts, and then they're gonna pay money to watch them watch you at a concert. Yep. And I, I know a lot of people who have gone to see the movie after going to the concert. It's like, what are you doing? Well, it's just the, it's like the making of, right? So there's like backstage stuff that they wouldn't be able to know about. And I can understand that. Wait until a documentary comes out. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, to an extent you could say this is, it's a documentary. Wait until a streaming service has it. Yeah, you're right. Why would you pay 25 bucks to go to a movie theater to watch that because she made millions off of it. No, I know. I so know it's her. Why you it's would totally her label there. and her production that are doing it. I just asked nine first and foremost, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, I, you know kudos to her for being time person of the year. It is a tremendous honor. Not saying it's not, not saying maybe she hasn't earned it. I just don't give a shit about it. Yeah. I really could not care less mm-hmm. about her being times person of the year. When I saw it, I'm like, of course, why wouldn't she be? Because I, I want to say... Because um, there probably hasn't been, you know, a person in this in this world who hasn't done something more immaculate than she has this year, but whatever. It, it, true, and that's what <laughs> I was kind of getting to, is I think the uh, President uh, Zelensky of Ukraine was Time's Person of the Year last year. And that's totally deserving. Yeah. Who says you can't go back-to-back? <laughs> like, and again, there has to be somebody that has done something... Better for humanity, more impactful. overall, more impactful than just a uh, pop star. Pop star. Uh, I'm trying to think of a different term, but like just the type of gravitas that she has. Okay, cool. But did it? The diva. Did she cure for? cancer? Right. Like, did she do something with Alzheimer's? Right, did she make one of her entire shows free to anyone who couldn't afford going to any of her other ones? No. Or not even just a show, but like on her large-ass fucking tour that's like over a year and a half long in length or whatever of like, if you come from this certain economic or social economic status, you get to come to my show for a fucking insanely reduced price. Right. Yeah. I know people who went to that show and spent hundreds if not thousands of dollars to go to it i'm like i mean we looked it up at one point you know how much money like you know how much you could do with that money and not go to a dumbass concert for three hours yeah i mean didn't we look it up on like Ticketmaster and like the cheapest seats that we saw was like uh, a thousand something yeah i'm gonna look it up right now okay let's see what we can find for taylor swift concert tickets stub hub 2024 it's loading. So, dead air. Uh, this one for February 7th. Tokyo, Japan has 55,000 uh, seat capacity. 97 seats remaining. This is good stuff, Eric. I'm talking through the process. Hanging on the edge Just, of my floor. Um, seven, eight, nine hundred bucks per ticket. Yeah, fuck that. And then obviously it goes up higher into the thousands, fifteen hundred, seventeen twenty-five each. You know what I could do with that money? That's a VIP though. I could pay off my credit. That card. might that might be worth it. VIP. 
you know, spend four grand on VIP. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, congrats to uh, Tay Swifty for being tiniest person in the year. Something she can add to her mantle. Yeah. And All then right. write a song about later. Yeah, and then write a song about later about how she was snubbed the year before. <laughs> Okay, uh, bad movie podcasts. Let's do it. So, obviously... Christmas movies. Yes, the theme <laughs> is going to be Christmas movies. Home alone. It is, uh, hold on. <laughs> because um, Christmas is going to be on Monday. Right? Yes. Yes, okay. So, uh, first one being, crazy old man visits New York City, gaslights everyone, including the American justice system. This is one of my favorite movies, by the way. You say old man. How old is old man? Old man. Like fucking old shit. Okay. Visits New York. Crazy old man visits New York City and gaslights everyone, including the American justice system. <laughs> and I bet you Croy's got this. Because this one I think I wrote with Croy in mind. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he would get this. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I've never okay, seen it. So Christmas pl- movie's not my forte, man. So the plot is Chris Kringle, yeah. Santa Claus, yes. comes to New York. It's a fucking huge push for Macy's, like the store, because the production, the, the, the advertisement company of Macy's is like, oh, we have the real Santa Claus. Oh, come yeah. buy our shit. And um, he claims that he's Santa Claus. People say, oh, that's bullshit. You can't do that. He gets arrested. And they're like, you can't arrest Santa. And they're like, well, he has to prove that he's Santa. So then he fucking proves that he's Santa. And the judge has to be like, well, I can't say that he's not Santa or else everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> so I guess he's Santa. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, he gaslights everyone. Um, next one. Crazy middle-aged man visits New York City, stalks a wealthy businessman, and then commits a series of crimes that go unpunished. I hate this movie. Yes, with you do. a fucking passion. I, I know you do. It is Elf. It is Elf. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, though? We were at work today, and one of my coworkers was going back home to do Elf, like, trivia. Oh. With his family. Yeah. And a lot of, like, pretty much everyone at work loves that movie, except for me. I like it. And so they were doing trivia, and I was nailing them. I had, like, three or four right, and they're like, are you serious? You hate this movie? I'm like, yes, I just remember these things. Okay. Oh, this is sure. my shtick. I, think, I know movies. Mm, I think you secretly like it. No, I if you hate know, it. If you can answer that many questions about it. I can And answer. the fact that you knew based off of this, what it was. Yeah. It's Christmas movies. Yeah. Will Ferrell sucks. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Okay. Let's see if you get this one. This one's specific to a childhood memory that I have. I Die don't hard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many people experience this. Uh, it's a quintessential capitalist propaganda film okay. of a father who ha- must commit a litany of crimes, including postal fraud, in order to get a toy. To get a toy? Mm-hmm. This has to be a Christmas story. No. Oh. Nope. Let me take another guess. I don't know if you'll get it. I don't well, know if you've seen it. It's not how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, um, that is good because I mean technically going and stealing presents and people uh, that's not a postal that is a postal surface guy that's true um, oh he does go into the actual postal store and he does yes. wreck shit so that is postal yeah um, that's a good guess actually it's a wonderful life nope and okay so the more I think about this 
you this would be a fucking flat out Grinch guess. That is a good <laughs> Dude, guess. I don't know. Quintessential propaganda, like uh, uh, capitalist propaganda. The whole like we got by guess. Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is Ron Howard's Grinch written all over it. It's Jingle All the Way. Oh, is that with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, never seen it. Oh, it's a good one. Um, basically, the same thing happens as the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It also has um. Tom Tom Arnold? Not Tom Arnold. Anyway, he was a Saturday Night Live guy who got murdered by his wife. Good. Yeah, not good. <laughs> um, all right. Unpopular, no, we're not unpopular opinions. We're not skipping that. Social events. Pretty much all I got is on Monday, like Eric said, it's Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas, enjoy. If you don't, enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah, and just enjoy being with family. And then we also have... Um, New Year's following weekend. Mm-hmm. Please be safe. Enjoy. It's a good time to have fun and drink if you choose to drink, but just be safe. Enjoy yourself. Get a, get a ride if you need one. Eric's been there for me before. For New Year's? Not New Year's per se, but you've been there for me. Oh, yeah. Before. Oh, definitely. A couple times. Uh, falling asleep in my car, too. Yeah. I, I can't help that one, man. I just can't. Because he's old. <laughs> All right. Um... Fun facts from Unusual Knowledge. Yes. So I found one called Curious Creatures Among Us. I read you the first one to see if we've done it before, and you said you don't remember. Yeah. So I'm going to read that one doesn't again because I find it interesting. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar to me. So when some types of frogs vomit, their entire stomach comes out. The frogs then clean out the contents and then swallow the empty stomachs. Yeah, so it's like vomiting their stomach, and then they express what's in their stomach out, and then they re-swallow their stomach, which... Sweet. Dude, talk about ab day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the praying mantis is the only insect that can turn its head 360 degrees. Yeah. The eyes of the ostrich and the dragonfly are bigger than their brains. Hmm. <laughs> Old bird brain. Yeah. Wasps can make paper by mixing wood pulp with saliva to form a paste, which then dries stiff. I mean, that's what their hives are made out of, right? That kind of same material, mm-hmm. paper-like. And then the last one I'll say is the egg of some species of mayfly take three years to hatch, and then their insect lives for only six hours. Damn. What's the point? Right. What do they you do? cook for three years yeah. to live for six hours. What the fuck does a mayfly do? Probably nothing. They're probably the pests in our house that annoy the shit out of us. That is their whole goal in life. Okay, so I, irritate I, us. I've definitely seen these before. I guess I didn't know that they were... Uh, mayfly but let's see what their purpose is it's some species not all species uh they are a vital link to the food web of freshwater ecosystems making energy stored in algae and other aquatic plants available to higher consumers okay but they only live for six hours and it takes three years for that okay yeah i just work here they must be a lot of larvae out there because yeah uh, whatever (laughs) All right, um, moving into unpopular opinions. I'm going to start with mine, and this one, again, themed for Christmas. I think wrapping presents with wrapping paper is getting to be a huge waste of time. Okay. To the point of, obviously, you want your presents to look nice, to be under the tree, festive, whatever, not just a bare brown beige box. That's a lot of bees. Um <laughs> Um, but it's cool. Like I'm 
I usually wrap presents like a couple of days prior to Christmas. So then they're only wrapped for a couple of days and then they just get shredded. And it's just like, okay, well, that was a lot longer for me to put it together and then you just to rip it apart. So I'm really getting into more just doing gift bags since those seem either one reusable. Yeah. So more eco-friendly. Yeah. And I mean, except for the tissue paper, unless you want to keep that. Some do. Um, But also just not as much of a time suck for me to get them ready and then for you to just look in it and take the shit out. Well, you know, I can, I can get behind that. Um, I will say though, it is far and away more fun to open up wrapped gifts. I can agree with that than just a bag. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I will agree with you that eco-friendly and just in terms of time space, I, I would say that bags are a little bit easier. Now granted you have to buy a lot of different types of bags, if you're like my fiance who wants to like make sure the bag matches the event, so then you're just kind of a fuckload of bags. Yeah, I mean, but then if you're reusing them and hopefully you can get roughly the same amount of bags in return as what you use. Right. Birthday, Valentine's, whatever, Christmas bags. You keep them all kind of separate. You can use them year to year. It's perfect. Works out great. I can get behind that. Yeah, and I don't know how unpopular that is, but I just think most people tend to wrap their gifts than to put them in bags. From yeah, it's a major pain in the ass to wrap them. Yes, but I'm good at it. But it just takes fucking ever because I'm kind of a perfectionist about it. That's fair. Yep. You said I've done this before. I feel like you have, and I usually could have, or maybe I have. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah, either way, I don't remember doing it, and (laughs) it's just a nice refresher. Yeah. Um. Mine is not Christmas related. I think flowers as a gift are fucking pointless. I don't see the point of it, clearly. Uh, To me, it's just like flowers are nice out in nature where they have a point, you know, to like pollinate things. Yeah. And they look pretty. But beyond that, if you take them out of the ground, you cut the stems, you do not put them back into soil, and they are just going to sit there, wither, and die. They're pretty for a day and then they can you say do pre- nothing with them they can stay prettier longer than a day well then you spend what if you're buying a half like if you're buying a dozen roses you're spending 25 bucks something like that for what that is 25 dollars down the fucking drain that you can spend on something else yeah flowers are not a good gift for anything except like you want you want a flower I'll buy you fake flowers they look great for a long time it's nice to look at. Okay. They don't kill, you know. But the they don't have a smell that people like about them. That's why you get a Scentsy and you just put it behind it. Oh, so now we're, <laughs> so now we're expanding <laughs> oh, yeah. the gift Plenty in order shit for it. I guess. You could create a flower vase with like a Scentsy base that like lets the aroma come out from the sides. Okay. Great idea. You can do it. Yeah, you do it. it. I want you to do that. You can be Sounds the million- like a lot of work. You can <laughs> you can be the millionaire between us. Um, so then I fund your ass. Hell yeah! So I'm the sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, you are the older one. You deserve it more than me. It was your idea too. All right. Uh, ending this week with this day in history for December 22nd, starting with the most recent, and going back to furthest in time, starting in 2010. 
the repeal of the don't ask, don't tell policy, which was a 17 year policy banning homosexuals serving openly in the U.S. military, was signed into law by President Barack Obama. In 1942, World War II, Adolf Hitler signs the order to develop the V-2 rocket as a weapon, which, hint, hint, we steal German uh, scientists to then create our own rockets. And, and big bombs. And th- thank you, NASA. I mean, they're the ones that really created NASA there. Uh, 1932, The Mummy, directed by Carl Freund and starring Boris Karloff is released in the U.S. It's the first mummy horror film. Uh, so it's about 60 years before Brendan Fraser's mummy. <laughs> uh, in 1882, the first string of Christmas tree lights was created by Thomas Edison. Oh, he's the reason why I hate Christmas. That could be. Or, you know, Jesus could be it too. That's an option. Uh, famous birthdays for today. We have Megan Trainer, the singer. Da Baby, the rapper, Lotto, the rapper, Jordan Sparks, the singer, and then Ralph Fiennes, the actor. So, all right, that wraps up this week's episode of the Entertainment Edition of the Detention Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please spread the word and encourage others to listen as well. You can follow us on Twitter at DetentionPod1, or you can send us an email at DetentionPodcast1 at gmail.com. You can listen to the Detention Detention Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And with that, your detention has been served. We will see you again next week.